did the traffic light turn red? Because it was time to stop. Because it was the red light. That is not. That's true. not it. That is not the Laffy Taffy answer. Because it was embarrassed to change in the street. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> we should have a podcast where we read Laffy Taffy things and get no, like very so inappropriate. They'd <laughs> be like, "This is copyright infringement strike." Yeah. These are our jokes. And it could be the Laffy Taffers. That could be the name of our podcast. Tessa, write it down. We have septic sass and the Laffy Taffers. <laughs> how is a USB also, like an elephant? Also, how is my life now? Tessa, write it Tessa, down. Tessa, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> What's, there's like a movie and or I'm a, a show or something, and somebody's always like, write that down. Did you get it? And they're like, yeah, and they, they didn't write it's, it it's the I'm pretty sure that's the no, office. No, it's Parks and Recreation. It, Tom's always saying, or Ron is always saying to Tom to write it down, or somebody... Right. But they it? also I, I'm tell pretty Pam sure it's to write it down Leslie. a lot, and Pam doesn't. That's a that's a main Parks character. Parks and Rec and The Office are the same thing. They're different. Mm, they're not really though. Have you ever watched Parks and Rec? Did you like it? She hated it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. That was scary thing. I don't think we can be friends. Parks and Rec in the office. That's not what that was. We, we know far too much about each other for us not to be friends. Park, Parks and Rec in the office are like Lil Sebastian, and she's like Ben. Like, that was such a deep cut that she wouldn't get. <laughs> Lil Sebastian is an amazing pony, and everybody is mesmerized. And Ben is just like, it's just a pony. Why is everyone acting like this is the greatest thing they've ever seen? I don't get it. I don't get it. He gets mad. And but but everyone's just like, oh Ben, come on. It's, yeah, it's look, little Sebastian. It's little Sebastian. And he's just like Cause he's like he's like from out of town and he comes into town and like they have this festival for little Sebastian and he just like he doesn't and get it. And it is literally just like a pony. It just like stands yeah. there being a pony and everyone's like, That's the greatest thing we've ever seen. So what you're saying is the Office and Parks and Rec is literally just dumb shows. Are literally just dumb shows. And I am the one who can see the truth. I'll be in my trailer. <laughs> Hola amigos, soy Jaime. Estás oyendo a las Misconceptions Podcast. Haha. <laughs> So for the last three months, I was able to keep under wraps that I was alive. I've been doing the whole vigilante thing and like nobody knew. And in the first five minutes of the group being together, I couldn't stay out of it. That definitely didn't go as planned.
the camera comes over the cityscape drifting through the clouds and through this rainy just kind of dreary day it comes through the roof of this partially demolished building uh, and we see a figure in all rose gold armor from toe tip to head and these long brown wings uh, displayed out to each side uh, we see a meager wedding uh, venue kind of set up uh, with uh, the five guests yeah I guess mm -hmm. the five guests that were there kind of splayed around this figure with the rose gold armor and the brown wings um, and they're all staring at them with various weapons or uh, powers manifesting to deal with them and uh, Esther as your friends are kind of surrounding you ready to do battle what do you say before you do that does your armor cover your face or can we see your face like do we know that this is you you don't know that it's me um, but don't worry you will <laughs> okay you can see her roll her eyes. Yeah. Right. I have eye rolling capability in the armor, so I just <laughs> click a button and it. No. Um, you going back? You asked what I. What do I say? Mm. Well, this didn't go as planned. That voice is familiar to the three of you. Peering behind the rubble in the back corner, I'm like, is that Esther? Who would be closest to? Uh, carnage. Uh, I would say Faye and Woodard were by the window. Uh, Rin obviously booked it to get out of the way. Um, so where was Bill standing? I was sitting wherever we were sitting during the ceremony. Well, so then you would possibly be the co closest. I had envisioned that Esther and the person she was fighting had both crashed. <coughs> oh no. It no. just Esther. Only her, yeah. Okay. He he oh. pushed her and he rocketed backwards. I see. Okay. I thought he crashed with me too. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was getting ready to like go poke him. Yeah, same. <laughs> go poke him. Don't poke there. Bing bing. So I'm gonna walk up and poke this shiny person who sounds like Esther. As Bill walks up, Faye had been frozen as soon as she heard the voice, and Ren had peeked out and said what he said. Um, since Faye already had the vines ready, she didn't believe it at all. So as Bill walks up, Faye went into full protective mode and like wrapped the hands and or the arms and legs of the armored person with the vines that were already coming from okay. the ceiling. Esther, do you want to resist that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So complacently this figure is wrapped up in your uh, vines and kind of I guess pulled to their feet or held down on the ground held down okay okay so I didn't get a gift but did you have to greet me this way Faye freezes and looks at Bill uh, can you take your mask off do I really need to? Yeah, because you're dead. Say something that only Esther would know. 
I'm sorry I didn't smile in the only picture we have together. I'm gonna kill you. And she lets go of the vines. Well, that's already been done, so. And then Faye runs up and hugs Esther and forces her into a hug and just holds her. And it's very uncomfortable. And because Esther it's armor. is very stiff and just like, ugh. So do you stay in your armor with your wings extended to each side? I let the wings down. Okay. Uh, and I keep the armor on. Do they like, what, what happens when you're not using the wings? Do they disappear? Do they like recede back into you? Do they like no? They what? like kind of recede back in because if you remember when I described my silhouette, there was like something on my back that was out of place. Okay. So like, so they kind of they fold back onto your blade, your shoulder blades. Yeah. Okay. And you keep the armor up. Yeah, because she's squeezing pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's real. <laughs> So Mohammed, halfway between man and bear. Oh, uh, hold on a second. I thought she was dead. Yeah, that was kind of the point. At this point, Ren walks forward and clicks on his goggles, and it's like analyzing Esther Black, deceased. And I walk, and I walk towards the group. I have stepped away from Esther now. Okay. I'm not still holding her. As as Faye steps away, Esther takes the armor off. Okay. So everybody else kind of described uh, how they made like kind of changes to their appearance in the three months to stay incognito. Has Esther done that, or is she still Esther? She's still Esther. Okay. Her cheeks are a little chubbier. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So, are you like a zombie? What, uh... I mean, do I look like a zombie? I mean, you kind of always look like a zombie. I've just been doing my own thing. You could have said something to us. That would have not been doing my own thing. Wait, before we get into this discussion, um, why did you just come flying? Why did you just come flying through the ceiling? Oh yeah, there's this dude. Okay, so maybe we should not be in this spot any longer since we're all wanted and we're all in the same spot. Mm. You make a good point. Thank you. I have a secret cottage. I have a secret warehouse with the future AI in it. I have a secret island. Wait. That's British. <laughs> Welcome to the Britain language known as English. <laughs> the great British breaking show. <laughs> British breaking show. Breaking. On deal. I've got, a, I've got a private island. That sounds fun. Yeah, you'll recognize it. Oh, no. <laughs> Never mind. But I've done some things with the place. Have you made some new friends as well? Maybe. Faye turns to Wooded. Would you like to honeymoon on Shutter Island? Um, I had kind of uh, other plans for our uh, honeymoon. All right, well, nobody wants to know about your honeymoon plans. Okay, we might have to put that on hold. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your deposits were non-refundable. They were. 
let's separate, meet at the island in 12 hours. I'll go first and make sure the place is presentable. Can I ride your cloud there? Uh, I, we can, we can try. Because all I have is my scooter, and it just, it's charging right now, and so... We've been doing all of these missions together for two years, and you still have a scooter? <laughs> I'm sorry, my business doesn't make a bunch of money, hmm. and now it's been raided, and it's closed down, so... Well, sure. All right, y'all go. Uh, me and Woodard will go last. Sure you will. I feel like Esther already took off and is on her way to the island. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, Esther. Uh, she gone. Uh, well, all right. Get on. Okay. Ren loads onto the the cloud with Bill and flutters away, leaving Faye and Woodard and Mohammed in the water treatment uh, plant. Forgot about Mohammed. <laughs> Faye kind of looks at Mohammed and he sulks off to another corner of the warehouse. Yeah, he his the fur like recedes back into his skin and like his claws shorten and he's like, I'll I'll look at this architecture over in this corner and he walks over there. And then Faye turns to Woodard. Woodard. It's hard to say his name American. <laughs> uh I know we have a lot planned. I'll make sure that I can get away. Just let me go to the island and figure out what our next step is going to be, and then we'll go on a honeymoon for a week, and then I'll join up with the team. Uh, yeah, of course. I uh, I know more than most how important the, the mission is. Um, be safe out there, Mrs. Lockley. And he gives you a smooch. Ash. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, blushes and rolls her eyes um, and says, well, you are more important than any mission. And then she, like, kisses him and leaves. And she okay. goes on a mission. <laughs> right? <laughs> Leaving him. <laughs> Hello friends, and welcome to the mid-roll section of episode 58 of Mist Conceptions. I'm your host, a David White. It sounded like I said a David White, like I am one of many David Whites, which I guess I am, but it doesn't really matter here because I am, you know, David White, the host of Misconceptions. Anyway, I'm your host, David White. And I just wanted to say thank you for choosing to listen to our show. You know, there are so many other things you could be doing with your day. You could be listening to so much music, podcasts, TV shows, all this stuff. But you choose to listen to our show. And I thank you so much for that. It is so encouraging to have the fan base that we have that interacts with us, that sends us messages, that support us on Patreon. Uh, and on days when when I am feeling low... Um, it is just so encouraging to think about the people that listen to the show and enjoy the thing we do. So thank you for encouraging me, uh, and I thank you so much for listening to this show. Uh, speaking of shows and checking out our shows, why don't you check out Sins of the Father? 
Sins of the Father is our secondary podcast. It is our sister podcast. It sounds derogatory to call it secondary because the story over there is truly engaging. And the cast of characters that we have created along with our GM or our DM, because it's D&D, it's a dungeon master, but our dungeon master Jackson, uh, the characters that we have created with him, are uh, so vibrant and unique, and I love each one of them. Uh, Sense of the Father is going great and strong, and if you like misconceptions, you are going to like Sense of the Father. I guarantee it. Did you like that men's warehouse reference in there? Anyways, go check out Sense of the Father. It's really great. Um, let us know what you think about it, and um, yeah, check that out. As you know, we do not pay anything to advertise our show. The main way our show gets spread is through word of mouth. Uh, iTunes is the main place where people listen to us, and the rating and review system on iTunes is very important for getting us out to people like that. So we want to appreciate people that take the time to leave us a review on iTunes, and the way we're going to start doing that is if you screenshot your iTunes review, or you know you could copy it if you have a stupid PC and it doesn't let you screenshot. But anyway, screenshot, copy, whatever you want to do, your iTunes review, and send it to our email, misconceptionspod at gmail.com. Um, and if you send that to us, we will send you a unique misconceptions decal just for you and anyone else that sends us an iTunes review. Uh, but we want to say thank you to those of you that have already reviewed us. So if you are somebody who has already reviewed us, like Dexter's Labrador, uh, BLT62, is it 62? Or Darth Linebacker, we want to say thank you to you. Send us your review with your, of course, shipping address, and we will send you a decal. Along with spreading us through word of mouth, City of Mist has a Discord that's really popping and has a lot of cool information and stuff for both players and MCs alike. But there is also a podcast and shows subserver? I don't know what you call them. Channel. Let's call them a channel. Uh, but there's a little uh, podcast and shows channel, and there's a lot of people posting about different shows, and we'd really appreciate it if you could get in there. And post about misconceptions. Spread us around a little bit to people that might not know about us or, you know, haven't given us a chance yet. We want to say thank you to our latest patron backer. We thank you so much for supporting us, Ronald Huffman, who is known as Sigma Nuggets over on Twitter. And they are an awesome person. So, Ronald Huffman, thank you so much for supporting us. And don't forget to stick around at the end of the show to listen to our geek out after this session. And that is it for the mid-roll section of episode 52. Uh, let's get uh, back into it. Okay. And then... Uh so I guess 12 hours pass and you all find your way to uh, the abandoned prison facility on the dark water detention uh, facility island. Um, the last time you were here, it was the uh, headquarters of Dr. Piotr Jacoby and his inhumane experiments on people, turning them into monsters. 
Um, but on the night of the explosion and your fight and Rin losing his memory and his incapacitator gun, um, but on that night there were all those monsters there and then they escaped kind of into the city or just out. Uh, so there's none here, but there was still a uh, a jailhouse full of these monsters. And Bill, you've been living here for the past three months. So like, what what has become of the prison facility? What became of those beast men? Um, like, what would the three other crewmates see rolling up to your your new crib, as it were? It's gonna look desolate because. I think that knowing what it feels like to be trapped even by like a situation or a circumstance, Bill wouldn't want that to be subjected on people. Mm. But he also knows that like they can't just go to the city and like wreak havoc. So what Bill has tried to do um, is let people out to assimilate with each other on the island and like the different guard huts and places where, you know, because there's like prisons there's like buildings everywhere and so he's just kind of let the people be and try to create their own society and like fish and sustain and uh, anything that they needed he would just kind of fly and and try and get Uh, and so that's kind of what they're coming back to a group of people who've been experimented on who become like beasts trying to figure out what it means to be beasts together on an island Mm, okay um and so I'm not trying to be anyone's king. I'm not trying to be anyone's president. I'm just the person who needs a place to stay and kind of let them out and let them do their thing. Okay. Cool. So you you walk or you come by some way to the island, and I guess you see monstrous beast people. Maybe some of them more progressed into beast than others, and others are just people in normal clothes uh, that were set to be experimented on and weren't. Um, but just these these people all here together. <coughs> this is a nice place to live, Bill. A lot of people that you can help. Yeah, I mean, you get, you get used to it. It's just, it can still feel very lonely because I'm just the guy who came and, you know, freed these people and they, I can't relate to their struggles and so... I allow them to share their camaraderie and community, and I exist. It's a place for me to be, so I can still feel lonely, but I think they're doing well. I mean, you have a lot in common. You both both lost your families, so. I guess some some were lucky enough to keep their families, but yeah, a lot of them probably feeling that way themselves. But they've kind of maybe made and found a new family. It's awesome that you've created this. I didn't create anything. I just let people do their own thing. Are we there? Yeah. I didn't know if that was them on the. No, clock. no, no. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we're just <laughs> we're, we're just floating above. Look at Rin's, this wonderful. Rin's just holding on to his waist, <laughs> looking at the island passing there's like, by. There's like people right below us. Just Look like, at this stuff. We're right here. <laughs> Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Oh Wouldn't you think of I'm the humans? guy, <laughs> the guy <laughs> who has all of them? <laughs> the guy who freed all these beastmen. <laughs> And women. And women. And children. And children. No, there's no children. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, so it looks like all of us have had our own journeys these last few months. Um, but obviously, we're all interested in Esther's. So, um, Esther, you want to fill us in? I mean, what I'm 
I'm thrilled <laughs> that you're back. <laughs> and I did cry the whole way here. Um, but can you tell us where you've been? So where are y'all like meeting at on this island? I, w- I wanted to meet in the lighthouse. So like I would wait for them to arrive and then kind of escort I'd, them up there. I would just be like shine the light on them or something. Hey! Okay. So yeah, you are like down on the island, like looking at all these beastmen walk around, and you see Bill like up on the lighthouse, kind of calling, waving your arm. And I guess Rin came with him, so is Rin up there too? Yeah. Esther was already up there. Okay. Esther got to the island before everybody else. Yeah, you're right. She was just kind of perched. And you can fly now. Can your head turn like all the way? (laughs) (laughs) That's what comes next when I get. That's the next power tag. It's three hundred sixty degree. Oh god! Oh my god! It's like the exercise. (laughs) Are y'all at the top of the lighthouse because you all flew up there? That's great. And you have to walk up all those stairs. So Faye, no. So Faye comes up to the bottom of the lighthouse, looks up, and like just throws a vine up that loops around, and she just like. Mary Poppins her way up. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. Nice. An umbrella in one hand, a vine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And when Faye comes on, I don't know how y'all are looking, but you notice that one, she's changed out of her wedding romper, but two, she's in tennis shoes, leggings, and an oversized t-shirt with blonde hair. So it's very confusing. Esther looks at Faye and says, I'm proud of you. Why are you proud of me? Because you're not all, like, dressed in your frilliness. Well, you have wings. <laughs> I wasn't being offensive. I was saying I was proud of you. Okay, so, Essa, please enlighten us on what in the world is going on with you. Where have you been? Like, I know you say you're doing your own thing, but, like, well, I'm I mean, sure you've, you've been, heard... like, flying around or <clears> something. You've heard about the vigilante that's been, like, doing shit around town. Uh, yeah yeah I've been tracking the vigilante what I've been wondering who that is so they don't deliver the paper out yeah. <laughs> that's fair so I've just been trying to take care of the city on my own because it was too complicated doing it all together that's not painful it wasn't a negative thing it's just complicated the more the people that are involved and well, once we were all wanted we couldn't do it together anymore and I couldn't just I couldn't just stay undercover. I still would have helped you, or at least it would have been nice to know that you were alive instead of grieving your death. Well, it was safer for all of y'all for me not to have any connection. All of us were in hiding. How is it safer? We all managed to communicate. And we thought you were dead. Yes, we've established that, Ren. (laughs) It's the way that it had to be. Fine. We accept your apology. Thank you for that. Being considerate of our feelings. I don't think she apologized. Yeah, I, that's what I heard. So, I mean, how do we, how do we, uh, like, get anything accomplished right now? How can, <coughs> are we going to try to clear our names? Are we? I what? think it's too late to clear our names. That's what I was going to say. So then, how do we exist? Do we become new people? Do we know somebody who can give us a new identity? Like, what is... Am I going to have to change my accent? (laughs) Uh, No. (laughs) I could craft us some new identities, but it still doesn't get away that there's a problem in this city. Sure. 
I basically have a new identity. Um, but whatever we choose to do, I have to go on my honeymoon for a week. I mean, we've made it three months, so I'm going to disappear for a week. If y'all want to continue doing things, that's fine. But I can create a new identity. I would prefer not to. I really like being Faye Lockley. But um, are we going to keep working together or are we going to keep going our separate ways? Well, not speaking for all of us, but other than Esther, none of us, I don't think anyone has made any other mass vigilante things or work towards the mission, whatever that is. I've been working on the mission. Well, I haven't. <laughs> I've been working on a mission. One you would like to share? I mean, it's the same mission I've always been working on. Do we need to take down the mob? I don't know what the answer is at this point. Like I said, that didn't go as planned for me to crash the wedding, literally. And I was planning to continue to do my own vigilante thing because it was easier that way. But now that y'all know I can't very well stay away so are we going to work together as a group or are you going to go off and keep doing your own work I just told you no you said that you wanted to keep doing your own work but you felt like you had to be with us and that's not the same as wanting to be a part of our crew it's not that I don't want to be a part of the crew it's that I was trying to do the right thing for everybody in staying away well, it clearly wasn't the right thing, because we all missed you. Really? You? I have a heart. It's red a little misty-eyed right yes. now. <laughs> He's turned over a new leaf. I'll believe it when I see it. Mm. Well, it's not like you've seen me for the past three months anyways. None <laughs> of us have seen any of us, Ren. That didn't make any sense. <laughs> but I know you all know what I meant, and I'm mad, <coughs> and I just got married, and my best friend from the dead just came back, and I just have a lot of emotions right now. You're not the only one with emotions. <laughs> I'm part of the crew. I don't know what our plan is. When do you need to leave for your honeymoon? Like now. Are we well, then going we'll on you a honeymoon? You no, you're not coming on my honeymoon. Oh, okay, well. This is awkward. Yeah, I already checked anyways, Bill. All the rooms near them have been booked. <coughs> Why? <laughs> Why? On this green earth, would you ever check the rooms around me and my new husband for our honeymoon? Um, I thought it was going to be a group honeymoon. <laughs> That's or a not group a vacation. Thing. We're going to move off this subject now. So I guess uh, you can go and sip tea and see pretty things and take selfies with Brambleby. Um, Do you forget his name? Huxley. It's Mohammed. Faye is glaring <laughs> so hard at Bill. It's unreal. You have to remember, I've had a few drinks. Uh, you haven't had that many drinks, and you also stopped drinking last season, so. Well, you know, it's new year, new me. 
Loxley. Lockfit. Loxley. It's Woodard. Woodard. See, I knew I'd get there. You and Woodard can go enjoy yourselves. And we will try and get to the drawing board and plan. Is there anything that you would want to contribute for us to be thinking about while you're gone? Because I'm sure you don't want to be texted or called unless it's an emergency. Um, I was trying to think through of like, if we didn't talk about the three months during, so are we going to do like a photo montage around that? Should I just make up some things that I want him to follow? Would I get any clues from uh, that? I mean, we, we have a flashback, right? We have the move flashback where you right. could do something in your flashback. Like, well, in the past three months I've been blank so you describe an action carried out by your character in the past and make a move for that action mm -hmm. the outcome of the move affects the current scene describe events from your character's backstory that become relevant now the mc can award you with one juice or one clue based on your description okay did we ever decide if that flashback was per group or per character it says once per session when you have the spotlight choose so per one. character I, I, I think it's per character okay yeah. so i, I want to flashback and say that Faye has been following Pip Hamill, basically trying to get as much as she can, trying to figure out how he recruits kids, um, trying to figure out if she can find a way to stop him um, and the whole system instead of just killing him because that obviously didn't work the first time. Okay. Um, so would I need a roll? Yeah, I would say that that would be an investigate roll. Uh, and before you, s like before you roll or anything, so you have been investigating Pip Hamill, uh, trying to figure out Where's the Rat Pack going? Blah, 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 blah. Um, and uh, three months have passed, mm -hmm. and Pip is now the mayor. Uh, okay. he, he won the vote. Uh, everyone was very, like, it, it was... Uh, Did getting shot, like, secure the vote, basically? Basically, yeah. Like, everyone was kind of leaning towards him after the mayoral gala. Because he was shot and it was seen as like this attack on the white knight of the city. Uh, and then this happened again. But he got better. And it was like he, he is meant to be. It's it's almost like a he's a, there's like a messiah complex almost. Mm -hmm. And Pitt was it was just a shoe in. It was a landslide victory how he got into the office. Uh, so Pip Hamill, the music man is now the mayor of the city. Um, but Tessa, go ahead and roll your investigate. Okay. This would really change things, so I don't know if you're wanting to go down this path. Could I have weaseled my way into being his secretary? Ooh, I don't I don't think secretary, but I like the idea of you having some sort... In his campaign. Because, like, obviously, he... he well, has he seen you? I don't think so. Because he didn't meet you at the mayoral gala. Right. Um, he didn't see y'all at the tree ceremony. I've no, drastically he does changed know you. my appearance. He does know you because he walked into that meeting that uh, Deacon was having, and he like, I've heard so much about you, and you're doing good things for the city. He like, shook all your hands and stuff. But is uh, he the kind of person who would remember that or was yeah. that him putting on like a persona to get it like that's true that's true and um, i've changed my hair color right. and i was thinking like i would use a different accent there could be a familiarity like when he sees you like oh, right remind me of that. 
Yeah, I like that. I don't know. I don't know if I like the secretary though. I Maybe think. if I was an aide for um, Declan. Deacon. Deacon. Yeah. Who's Declan? Declan Lestrange, Lestrange is was Bill's was Jaime's <laughs> starter character for City of Mist. Because Deacon was working with him, right? Yep. So maybe I became an aide for Deacon. But Deacon would recognize. But Deacon would you. wholeheartedly recognize. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You. You're right. You're right. Because we worked with him. Yeah, very closely. Oh, shoot. Um. So it need it needs to be something in City Hall. That like you wouldn't cross paths enough with Deacon for him to like water to Hold on a second. Uh, I know you. So like something in City Hall. Um You're in charge of parks and recreation. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. You're Leslie Nope. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So you're the new like parks and recreation commissioner? Director? Sure. Director? Anyways, you're in charge of Parks and Rec. Okay. I like so, it. That, that's your in at City Hall. Okay. Um, oh, my gosh. This is going to get so complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I am... My name is Leslie Williams. And I am originally from Texas. And now I am here. And I love the city. And Amy Maldehyde is your best friend. Oh, oh I gosh. love Amy Maldehyde. That woman makes it into every single season of Misconception. Yes. <laughs> yes. Me and Amy go way back. Gosh, this is going to be so hard. <laughs> Could she hire us to work at the Parks and Rec department? <laughs> OMG, this season went away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do I need to roll for all of this? I, I want you to roll and investigate. Okay. Um, with yeah. yeah, so where are you rolling? Um, I want to add, so investigate with, um, because of this position, I want to add looks harmless and wants to do good. Oh, oh man, I don't know. Or otherwise I don't have any rolls and that's fine. Like I don't have any tags, sorry. I have no dice. I almost feel like you should roll. So as a flashback, you get to roll one, one move. And I almost feel like you should roll a change to the game as part of your flashback to get this. I'm okay with that tag of like being a director. Yeah, no, I think that's very fair. Um, so, so then I so do. So maybe, so maybe the past three months have been you focusing on getting this job, but yes. your investigation hasn't started yet. Yes. Okay. Yes. I dig it. Um, so I am gonna go looks harmless. Mm-hmm. Um, be kind to others. Like I can schmooze my way. Okay. So plus two. Okay. Would your wanted four status come into this? You tell me, GM. I'm an MC. Oh my gosh. Could Um, she have a disguised three (laughs) status? You don't have a snooping around tag anymore? No, that was that left with um, Woodard. Um, Man. I have teacher, looks harmless, passion for kids, wants to do good, wary of injustice, be kind to others. And so many of those are no longer would you applicable. Lose, would you lo- wouldn't she lose her teacher tag if she's yeah. been up here? Well, like my routine teacher for change. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to change. This is going to uproot her whole mm-hmm. system. I mean, it'll be over time. Yeah, so that will now start cracking and stuff. Go ahead and roll with a plus two. Okay. I got a 13. 
A 13. So with the change of the game, you get a minimum of two juice. And what do you choose? Um, so I create the tag of okay. Leslie director Williams. Of yeah, director, yeah, Leslie Parks Williams. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you got one more. Do we have another Leslie? We do have another Leslie. Or no, that was Lisa. Okay. Yeah. We Lisa wanted... was supposed to be Leslie. Got it. Yeah. Um, another L name. <laughs> um, so either either of these may apply. I'm gonna tell you what I want. So I want it to. I can either do hide the effect, like they don't notice that it's me. I get that coverage. Um, or prolong the effect, like I keep the job. So I think I think prolonging the effect would work best because now you have that tag of Leslie Williams. Mm -hmm. And if you use that tag once, it's gone. But now that you prolong the effect, it will keep going. It'll be an ongoing tag. Okay. Uh, until it is burned or, you know, uh, otherwise gotten rid of. Okay. So do you want to describe like the, like a flashback mm -hmm. real quick of how, of like yeah. seeing Faye transition into this, this yeah. job? Um, okay. So you flash back to the beginning of three months ago after Faye has kind of changed her appearance and mourned the death of her best friend and the loss of her whole life. Um, her and Woodard come up with this plan for her to get in with Pip Hamill as he is elected the new mayor. So, Woodard has a lot of connections due to his being a lawyer in the city, um, and so he kind of uses his connections to introduce this new character, Leslie Williams, um, who is Southern and has a Southern accent. And so you see her getting to know a lot of people through Woodard and Muhammad, um, getting to know Pip Hamill, um, cleverly avoiding meeting this deacon person over and over again um, through the flu or um, a previous engagement, things like that. Um, and then she is eventually elected director of Parks and Recreation. So as you come back to... So this that means that she is in the building constantly where Pip Hamill is, has access to the computer servers, um, and knows, has befriended all of these people. Um, Leslie is very extroverted and loves to get to know everyone and has a lot of fun and always hosts parties and so you just see all of these clips of like her being the center of attention and like talking to everyone um so that she's connected to everyone in city hall and then you flash forward to us all standing in a circle um talking and you bill asks uh, is there anything you want us to talk about or investigate um, or think about while we're planning and while you're on your honeymoon? Um, well, um, I, yes, actually, I am now the director of Parks and Recreation for City Hall, and I work regularly near Pip Hamill and have befriended most of the staff there. And she, like, hands each of them a card, and it has, like, a picture of her very political picture and, or a politician picture, Yes, like thumbs up. Um, and it says Leslie Williams, Director of Parks and Recreation. And it has like her office number and email on it. Um, and so she writes on the back of the card for Ren her computer username and password and gives it to him. I have access to all of the computer servers at City Hall. Here's my username and password. If y'all need to look something up, be my guest. But I'm going to get going on my honeymoon. All right. Sounds good, I guess.
It's a shame that we can't join you. <laughs> you see, you like look over and you see Rin like, like with his email and like you see like purchased plane tickets and he's just like, cancel, <laughs> room, cancel. Be careful. I love you too. And then didn't say that. Yes, you oh. did. <laughs> and Faye drops down the vine that she came up and okay. goes back. And as you're kind of walking through the island, kind of making your way to whatever brought you here, um, you you see some of these beast people kind of gathered next to uh, like some rubble or just rocks that are left on this island. Uh, and you see them like just huddled around it, kind of messing with it. And then as you walk, they kind of look over their shoulder and kind of like scatter away. And you just look at it and you see a painting. Very reminiscent of like some sort of Aztec Mayan uh, relic but you see these different animals and people down on the ground and then up above them you see like these shafts of light coming down and there's this cloud and on the cloud is obviously Bill but this light is like radiating out to them touching each of them going to their hearts and you can tell it's Bill but it's it's not exactly Bill the way he's shaped and everything just looks different and it's almost reminiscent of how Jeremiah looked the night you fought him when he transformed into this gangly monstrous humanoid creature with a headdress and tribal wear but you see that and you keep walking the rest of you what are you doing well it looks like we need to go to the parks and rec department and or at least me and do some uh investigating sounds like someone has a broken computer that needs to be fixed i need a job i need income oh yeah i gave that up what do you like for leftover tuna cans or Alley cats? I'm not a zombie. <laughs> I am already dead. For real though. Uh, Live more. <laughs> but. Don't tell me. Tessa. You did not just get what her name meant. Come okay. on. <laughs> Tessa, <laughs> no one had ever said it. Come like on, that that's fair. That's Thank fair. you. Oh Gary. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> We're blowing minds tonight, people. Go watch Eyes Zombie, by the way. Great show. Yeah, great show. I love it. We're gonna, we're gonna walk over to my living area in the lighthouse. And I'm gonna rip down a curtain. There's not really a curtain. There's, there's, there's gonna be like a board mm -hmm. with like Pip, the fact that he's a Pied Piper. So, do you have your own conspiracy board? Okay. I mean, I've had three months. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, there's gonna be Pip and like all this stuff. And then on the other side, it's gonna be like the Bacabs and stuff, but that's for me. And I'm gonna say, all right. So, I guess we start at ground zero. Ren, you're gonna go to the. Parks and Rec department and get us kind of yeah in the systems. 
I mean, Faye gave me her username and password, and with that, I can hack into his system and check his check Pip schedule and just see what he's been up to. I'll even plant something so we can get constant updates to what he's up to and what he's been doing. I think that's a good place to start. What do you think, Esther? I was really focused on the whole Esther was a vigilante and she was dead and it wasn't planning on getting connected back to you guys, so this is really throwing me off. Um, I think I want to do a flashback. So uh, Bill asks you, what do you think, Esther? And then we switch over to Esther and we see like a pulled into a flashback. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have to walk through this. Okay, let's walk. Okay. I want it to have something to do with Javi mm-hmm. and Lena. Lena, okay. Because we saw where Javi went that. Like, didn't I follow Javi? No. Uh, Bill did. Somebody, Bill saw. Yeah. I don't think he ever told you where that, where he went to, though. Of course, with your own investigating, you could have found it out. Because I'm thinking, like, I found Javi and maybe we went to Lena together. I think. I like that idea, but I want that to happen like present day. Okay. Because that that is a that's a big huge okay. thing for Esther. So, um, I want to find Javi and us to be like working together on some things. Okay. So, a flashback to you finding Javi. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, I think this would be a change the game. Uh, okay. to like get to get Javi because your Javi tag is burned. Well, I think I think for this purpose, I think rolling a change the game to like get Javi back was appropriate. I'm gonna use my life lessons tag and my investigate tag. Okay. So rolling a change the game with plus two. Eleven. Nope. Ten. Ten. Well, you still get a minimum of two juice. What do you do with those juice? Drink them. Because hmm. I'm dehydrated. Sure. <laughs> um, oh, but I guess I could. So, uh, you find that Javi, uh, as a person of interest, has been... He has been moved to a couple of different mafia safe houses. And the past couple of months, you've, like, almost found where Javi is, but you arrived too late. And finally, you pinpoint where he is at the right time, and you go in... Uh, and get him but it's being patrolled by mafia and you would have to fight your way in um but i think as part of your flashback you can describe how you get in there and take out the mafia soldiers and get to javi it actually is very clean um i like take them out one at a time like i have a silencer on my gun like you just see them like fall and like I move to the next one, fall, and I just like work my way in. My stealth was on point, and mm-hmm. I get in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, so you have two juice. I think even no, though this isn't, juice. I think this isn't mechanically. Mm. This is not mechanically how you usually recover burnt tags. But I uh-huh. think for the narrative purpose, and this game is all about narrative power. I think you using one of those juice to unburn Javi and to rescue him from the mafia is the good use of one, and then you still have one more. So you find Javi, mm-hmm. 
so I I find him and we get out mm-hmm. and I can create it and then I'm going to create a story tag of a safe house I like that yeah. um, that is I don't know exactly like I don't I don't know an exact location but like there is a safe house and it's a safe house that he and my father used um, and so he actually is the one that like takes me there once we're out um, and so that's where we've been bunkering down and like I've been doing vigilante stuff but he's been like my like man in the chair yes yeah that's what I was or guy say. in a chair yeah, yeah. I'm the guy in the chair. I'm the guy in the chair. I'm the guy in the chair. No, that wasn't, that wasn't hobbies. Hobby. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. So, yeah. I don't know where I was going with any of this. Okay, so you see a flashback of, like, you rescuing Javi, you coming mm-hmm. to the safe house, and you, like, coming in after your scraps and fights and, like, mm-hmm. Javi kind of stitching you up and mm-hmm. you all having this this moment, these moments together and, uh-huh. and all this. Um, and then you flashback to the present with... Uh, Bill asking you that question. Well, I have a safe house near the city. You can come there to start with, and we can make a plan from there. I mean, since I can hack into the Parks and Rec system and the entire city hall system, I could make you an employee so you can get paid at least. Stealing money from the city. I mean, it's for the good of Bill, of course. You hear Faye's whisper from the sky. Steal from the rich. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, I like it. Well, let's go get back into the city and get situated then, and we can figure it out. Okay. To the SUV. Except there is no SUV. <laughs> no, uh, it's the sky. You just it's have to, to the sky. No, 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 no. <laughs> what? Are they going to jump in the SUV and ride it through the water, oh, Tessa? Bitch. <laughs> we just did our first of season three. All right. So as the three of you leave the island to go back to the city, we're going to cut to Faye. Uh, and Faye, where were you going? Are you going to the office? Uh to meet up with Woodard, like the law offices, or where are you going? Um, so Faye is going to go to a cottage, the cottage that her and Woodard have to meet up with Woodard. Okay. Um, so as you are, um, as you're kind of approaching it, um, you're walking through the trees, the dense foliage, um, and as you're kind of walking up, uh, you see a movement over to your right. In the bushes. I freeze and like duck behind any brush to my left. Okay. You duck behind the brush. Do I see any more movement? You do not. I use my... What do you use? What's my tag? Plant growth. I use my plant growth tag to move the bushes. Okay. So you move the bushes to the side, uh, and standing there in plain daylight, you see Mohammed. Just, oh. Mohammed? 
Can I help you? Oh, uh, Faye. Uh, Woodard's inside. He just had me, uh, uh, doing lookout. In the bushes? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not real good at being sneaky. Remember the first time we met? I was kind of crashing through the forest. But anyways, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm not too good at that. Okay, um, what are you doing lookout for? You know, anyone that could be looking for you, uh-huh. uh, looking for us. Uh-huh. Um, water's just kind of, you know, cautious. Okay. Um, are you okay, Muhammad? I'm fine. Okay, well, I'm gonna go inside. Um, you take care and feel free to go home. Yeah, yeah, uh, don't tell Woodard you saw me, because he said, be very sneaky and don't let anyone see you. Sure, Mohammed. Appreciate it. Uh-huh. And then he goes and stands behind another bush, and it moves auspiciously as he shoves his way into it. Faye walks in, closes the door, turns to Woodard. Okay. As, as soon as you're, like, opening and closing the door, you hear Woodard, No, you listen to me. This is my wedding, my honeymoon, my special day. You cannot cancel my... And they hung up. I cannot believe it. I'm going to get my hood. I'm going to go down there. I'm going to kick some ass. And he turns around. Oh. Hello, darling. Faye's got a smirk on her face, and she's just with arms crossed, leaning against the closed door, laughing to herself. Hi. Um, care to share what's going on before you go kill somebody? Also, I saw Muhammad. He's not very good, is no, he? No, no, terrible. We need to work on that. Yeah. Um, well, I was just calling to finalize our tickets out. Um, we were supposed to fly out in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out our flight was canceled. Um. Wait, why? They couldn't give me a straight answer. It's almost like it's impossible to leave this city. But anyways, hmm. I don't know. We'll we'll find something out. I'm a, I'm a lawyer. I'm very good at arguing. So is Muhammad. Not very good at sneaking. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll find something out. And then he walks over to you and puts his hands on your shoulders. How are you doing with everything? I'm okay. I really wanted to go on our honeymoon. I told all of them that they were going to need to handle this for the next week so that we could have our time together because this is important to me. You are a priority for me. And you're a priority to me. But do you really think you could just sit on the sidelines? For you, I would. <laughs> I guess you have some time to think about it, but, uh, as for us, and he leans in a little closer, I believe we could still have a honeymoon. Um, yeah, I suppose we could. Okay. And then you share a passionate kiss. He spins you around and the camera kind of goes away from y'all as y'all like trail off screen. You see the door handle jiggle. And it opens up, and Muhammad is, Hey, Woodard, I'm... Uh, and he stops, and he smiles, and just slowly closes the door, and walks away. End of episode. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Misconceptions. 
Episode 59 will be released on February 3rd. If you have a Facebook and Twitter, you can find us on both of those platforms, so you can talk to us, send us messages, post funny GIFs, or just get up-to-date information about the show. We do have a Gmail at misconceptionspod at gmail.com. You can email us there if you want to contact us. This show is fully supported by the generous donations of our wonderful friends at Patreon. If you want to join that group of supporters, you can click the link in the show notes below. City of Mist is an RPG created by Son of Oak, and you can find more of their products at sonofoak.com. The Misconceptions theme music was composed by Aaron Wharton. You can find more of his music at aaronwharton.net. And that is it for this week's episode. I hope you all have a great week. Play games, have fun, love each other, and remember, keep it nerdy, y'all. After we geek out, you sure can. Okay. All right. That will be the end of all conversations. So when the geek out is over, that is it. Yeah. And I'll thank you to remember it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) It's a fever. It's okay. I feel. So, our first geek out of season three. How does everybody feel about the uh, the start of season three? It is unusual. <laughs> yeah, we're all in a weird place. We are, yeah. yeah. Like character wise, mm-hmm. but also antibiotics. <laughs> yeah. So, Carrie, for the past week, we're recording on a Saturday. For the past week, Carrie had strep throat slash flu. I don't know. Probably. She was homesick all week. Hashtag trooper. Which never happens. Yeah. So I also haven't been like outside of my house this long all week. So I'm just like. Just you and James and Maggie holding it down? No, I took Maggie to mom's house. No. No, I took James. (laughs) (laughs) Just me and Maggie. So I didn't have any human contact. So. Um, Yeah. And this is like the first day her voice hasn't been shot. Mm. And like she's been able to talk and stuff. So. I'm glad that worked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so how does how has season three started for y'all? It's been very. There's a lot of stuff. <coughs> it's been very eventful. There's a lot of like c- confusion and uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And it's like we've just like received a group project where the teacher is like, "Do whatever you want." Like, not like that's no in no way targeted at you, but like the world 
is it's a good thing it's a it's a good thing and a bad thing and that we mm-hmm. can do anything it's it's the sandbox nature of city mm-hmm. of mist mm-hmm. but it can be overwhelming before we've established a plan and we of course haven't established a plan because we've been apart for three months doing our own thing and we have this wanted thing to figure out and mm-hmm. it's good i think it's going to be interesting to see how we navigate and how far we deviate from the plan. <laughs> mm-hmm. and Which we deviated in the first, like, yep. five minutes. Yep. So It definitely is not looking like I thought it would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And good. I like that a lot. I feel really good about it. Why do you feel good about it, Zach? Because I'm being Ren 2.0. Mm-hmm. You are. Which is the silent After we partner. had to remind you... <laughs> After I, I old had to habits die hard. retract <laughs> my sassy comment. Well, I know that I that keep person. saying it, but like Esther really wasn't planning on being part of the crew this quickly. So yeah. Just, so what were you planning on doing? I was gonna be this badass vigilante, like nice. the arrow. Mm-hmm. Nice. But like, how would we have recorded episodes with well, you? But I was gonna be doing my thing, and like they were gonna be like following me, kind of, and like, who is this person? We need this person on our team, like that kind of thing. Mm. And so, okay. that's why I was like, well, I mean, I know y'all been following this vigilante, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Hair flip. So I'm bit. amazing. Oh. You got a little piece of it. In. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Your new um, armor slash owl wings slash all of it is dope. Yeah. I'm yeah. Obsessed. So her her bar tag or her bar theme is gone. Burned. Yeah. It's oh. literally burnt. <laughs> so she got it. Yeah, a new I mythos. thought the burning was a literal thing. So it it <laughs> it helps because I'm sure it's been frustrating for two seasons to be like this. Don't take this wrong way, but like helpless, always hurt person, mm. and in yeah. fights and like now you're more mythoi oriented yeah. so you mm-hmm. like have this power that you don't necess- like you don't need us to get you out of every situation in fact you can like yeah. go after people that's, well I was like cool I thing. need some kind of defense because right. good grief mm-hmm. that was not a word Heard again? God, grief. I was trying to say like good gravy or good grief <laughs> good, good grief good grief <laughs> Well, and I think what was fun was that none of us, like I, me and you had talked a little bit about some of the entrance stuff because we needed to coordinate, but I had no idea. And I assume y'all didn't know. That was really fun. I was so excited for that reveal. Yeah. Well, that was super I've been cool. like giddy about that. I'm like, Let's go. <laughs> and we were all looking at each other across the table like, what? Mm-hmm. She's flying. Yeah. <laughs> that was super cool. Yeah. So I guess Tessa knew that. Esther is going to start off season three, quote unquote, dead. Mm-hmm. We planned that on the way to Jaime's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Jaime and Zach, how did y'all feel about that reveal? I really thought you killed her off. Yeah. And I was like, Carrie's just going to play a new character. She was unhappy with the other one, so she killed her and created a new one. Mm-hmm. I was just like, well, this is dumb. <laughs> I was like, stupid. <laughs> He's still upset about it. A yeah, I was bit. mad. I was like, "Well, what? If Bill jumps off a bridge. I guess we could just do that. <laughs> make it, I'm gonna make a Mega Man character now. Rift of Mega. Shoot cotton candy out of my cannons. <laughs> no, I was just. I was like, "Well, okay, we're a Quentin Tarantino movie now. People just die. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was it was surprising, and I was just like, "Yeah, thanks for the heads up." 
Gary. Not Esther, Gary. Yeah. Yeah. It's fair. I like that each of you kind of have like your own like headquarters kind of. Mm-hmm. And also that even in the first episode, we kind of tied in all these elements from the past. Like you had your wedding at Water Treatment 23. Bill set up his base at the prison island facility. Uh, Ren went to the warehouse with the AI. Um, so like all these like different headquarters, but also tied to. Why are you making people worship? Yeah, isn't that weird? That is weird. Yeah. That is weird. Yeah, but he's a rift of a god, right? That's fair. And so he liberated this island of people. <coughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder where that's. I feel like if go. I saw that, I would nip down the butt. Like, no, no <laughs> bad. <laughs> no, no. Or somebody you worship. My first command is: do not worship me. Mm-hmm. Well, and I need to spend some time too thinking about how much of that Fey can even comprehend. Because Bill has not been very forthcoming with who he is. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I was in Faye's situation and I had seen that, I would be concerned that, like, behind the scenes this whole time, yeah, Bill was just wanting to be the next Jeremiah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. were part of the stepping stones to get him yeah, there. It seemed, yeah, it seemed like David is setting me up to become a villain. Here, mm-hmm. get closer. Get closer to the mic. It seems like <laughs> David White is setting up me to become a villain. I won't let you do it. We'll see what happens. But that was like my first thought. I was yeah. like, so is Bill trying to be Jeremiah? This I know. I'm time? like all talking about, yeah, just let these people do their own thing, you know? Yeah. Like I'm trying to stay out but of it. But secretly controlling it all. Secretly, it's like at night, I'm like at the bonfire, like... <laughs> so was that was that like Carrie being superstitious or was that Esther being not superstitious? A um, little stitious. A little, a little suspicious. Uh, I don't know. I think some of that was Carrie probably. But Esther also would have. Yeah, I, I think Esther, Esther doesn't trust anybody. It's fair. Apparently, after ghosting y'all for three months. It's not that I don't trust. It wasn't that I didn't trust them. It's that I felt like they would be safer if I was out of the picture because I knew that I wasn't going to be able to, like, keep it all reined in because now I have this, like, fire to, like, be a vigilante. I really like that word, too. Mm-hmm. Anyways. I don't Wait, know. are you a vigilante? What? <laughs> um, and so it was just, it was going to be easier for everybody that way Mm. plus it was always like my dad always had like we had this plan if things went really bad like this is what you do Mm -hmm. you burn down the bar you're dead and you you know Mm -hmm. move on Mm. so do we know yet what happened to um was it james who was a bartender yeah Mm -hmm. No. Okay. Was he in the bar when it burned down? Does he still believe his mom is alive? Right. There's a that's a loose thread. Loose thread hanging out in the wind. I'm just excited that Ren is following his mission. Yeah. You have to see what what Ren has been doing. Uh, Mm -hmm. He thought his mission was over because he was going to kill me. He's like mission gotcha. complete. <laughs> Esther's dead. That uh, that she's still alive. Right? No. Your mission isn't complete. What are you talking about? Mm. I thought my mission was complete. What is the? How does the MC feel about things? Um, 
I'm feeling really good about it. I had, I I tried to think of uh, all of the all of the possible threads you could have followed, um, which he told us early on, and so we were all like, "All right, let's just blow this out of the water." Yeah. And I there was one night where Tessa and Carrie like went out somewhere, and so I was home. I put James to bed, and then I was like, "Now is creative time." So I like kind of mapped out all the different icebergs and plot threads for season three. And after I'd done all this work, I was like, I don't know why I'm doing this because they're not going to pursue any of these threats. Um, but then you were at water treatment 23 and that taps into a different iceberg and thread. Um, and so I decided to introduce like the, uh, the tip of that iceberg as it were. Cool. Can we just talk about that Esther made it through two episodes without getting an injured status? Woo! That's impressive. Woo! Actually, yeah. when you were in the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> you have a hurt five. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, you were in the hospital. Five. Hurt. Oh. God. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and like Jaime was saying, like a, uh, it's cool that you went from this character that's like always getting hurt and always getting beat up, and like you were a little Esther's caterpillar. <laughs> What? A little caterpillar. Now she's a beautiful. Now she's an owl. <laughs> Bugs life. Um. Now she's an armored <coughs> butterfly. But yeah, there so like uh, that. Her first kind of outing in season three was such a such like a badass move. Like she's chasing these three people down. She like avoids their attacks and uh, crushing rocks with her. Yeah, armor. crushing rocks with the armor. Fighting this dude in the air and like. Uh, I think it was it was a good season opener for Esther. Mm -hmm. I feel, because mm -hmm. um, I, I I feel like besides the end of season two, I feel like Esther didn't have too many moments. I feel like everybody else had some good some good moments and things in season two, but Esther kind of didn't. Hashtag pregnancy. Yeah, <laughs> that was also because a lot of season two was recorded while Carrie was pregnant, so. She didn't really have the energy to. Apparently, when you roll and you're pregnant, you don't roll well. <laughs> yeah. Rolling for two, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should have double rolled I every know. time. <laughs> next time. No, for sure the next for the next nine months. And that is months. not an announcement. <laughs> <laughs> not to make up for it for the next nine months, she gets to roll twice. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, but I feel really good about the start of season three. Um. I really like the inn that you created Tessa at the uh, city of city hall city of hall <laughs> city of miss city of hall yeah, uh, the city hall I think that none of us were expecting that I think even she wasn't expecting that no. and so like it that's gonna be yeah but I like that yeah, yeah that was full in the moment like Ooh, yeah. this would be fun that's gonna be yeah. cool to explore mm -hmm. so does this give you I don't know if homework's the right word but now now you get to take these threads mm-hmm and like weave something out of them yeah yeah so it's it's always hard the first uh like the opening of season two well i think in the opening of season two i kind of knew what i wanted to do but there are times throughout where like y'all have wrapped up a case and then you'll have all these different plot threads you could do uh like i'm trying to i cannot remember what specific time it was but y'all just finished something and brought it to its conclusion and then I, I just wrote down like all the possible things you could have done and be like well whatever they pick I'm gonna go with it and so that's kind of what I did with season three is I wrote down all these different plot threads you could pursue and like whichever one they go I'm gonna go with it um 
So, but I did think, we pick any of those plot threads? Um, you kind of got a different one just because of how Tessa uh, set up the wedding scene. Mm. Um, so I think I think this gives me some planning to do for our next recording session mm-hmm. for the next batch of episodes. Plus, I feel like your goal is for her and Woodard to never go off in their <laughs> Yeah, we'll see how that happens. And we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> That'll be the finale. I know. Poor Woodard and Faye. It was. I was. Oh, good grief. Sorry. Um, but also, part of the city is that you never leave the city. So, maybe this is like you can't escape or whatever. I don't know. Anyways, what were you going to say, Tessa? Why did y'all look at each other like that? Because you can check out any time you'd like. Mm-hmm. Very. Um, oh, I, I can picture like hotel the lightning thief when they go into that hotel and then they like can't get out. What is it? The casino thing? Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. What is that? Uh, um, but what is the whole Greek Isn't it Hades story or something? behind that? Is it, is it I thought it was Hades. I thought it was like the underworld. Once you enter the land of the dead, you can't you can't cross back out. Well, because they did go to the underworld, but there was also just like where you don't know time is moving. I don't remember. I'll do some research. I'll do some uh, googling. Medusa's cavern. No, okay, so you, you think you've just been there for like five minutes, right? And you've you, been you there. You've actually been there for like five ten years. years. Yeah, ten years yeah. Hmm. I know what you're talking about. I can't think of what it is. We'll call Rick Riordan real quick. Yeah, sure. Um, Hello, <laughs> um, I will say that I was a little disappointed that something didn't come crashing into the water treatment plan with Esther because it would have been so fun to see Mohammed and Woodard with the crew fighting. Mm-hmm. So that may be something that I have to make happen at some point in the season. Sure. It'll make your life incredibly difficult. Yes, it will. Um, but we tend to do that anyways. So. Yes, you do. <laughs> I really felt like the three guys in the jumpsuits are like the three bears or something. Right, like, yeah. There's definitely a three, three thing. You bears. said something yeah. about like the third brother. Yeah, there's three brothers. <coughs> are they Cyclops? I can't answer that. But is it my brother, my brother, and me? <laughs> That's what I thought he was referring to. And then I was like, but I'm the Is this Homer's Shout out. Odyssey? Or is it the Harry Potter three brothers Ooh. of the Deathly Hallows? Or is it the three Weasley brothers? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't seem like jokesters. No. Yeah. There were no fireworks. And they they didn't run into things, so it wasn't the three blind mice. Is it bad to just eat <laughs> cough drops for like even if you don't have a cough? I don't know. Mm, I don't know if it matters. I'm just eating these amphetamines <laughs> for fun. Like you're just eating cough drops for fun. They're so gross. Why would you do that? Because it feels cool on my throat. Okay. Oh, well, is your throat hurting? No. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyways. So do we need to do our... Yeah. Yeah, sure. Do we want to uh, ask some questions? So we have three questions. Uh, you get to go around and answer one or more. Uh, how has the crew grown this session? Which character had the most meaningful interaction with your character this session? And which of your themes is under the most strain? If it collapses, what new aspect will show up in its place? Um, and I want to remind you all that you have a crew theme, the gang... And the identity for that crew theme is we will always have each other. 
um, apparently asserted all yeah, the Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. We might have a, a little bit of discrepancy with that, that tag, but uh, we'll see. Yes, Tessa. I have a note on this that says, add attention to the gang, 625.19. So were we recording somewhere that we didn't have our, like, gang sheet? Slash, do you know if we have an attention already on the gang? I don't have anything back here, but I also don't have, like, a little attention tracker for your crew theme. Um, does anyone have a crew card? Because there are crew cards. I do not. Um, I do at the house, but not here. Okay, so I guess you'll give me uh, one of them fellas, and I'll go ahead and mark like a little attention, I guess. I would like to say that the character that had the most meaningful interaction with my character um, was that I had an emotional connection towards uh, Esther, and I was sad that she was gone. So you so you think this was a, a negative? Yes. Okay. So do you think then you're wanting a to take a hurt point on Esther? Yes. Okay. Because lying to you and kind of like pushing you away kind of hurt your relationship. Correct. Okay. Correct amigo. Who else? Um, I think that our crew has grown in that we were we were separated for three months and some of us were doing i mean we were all kind of doing our own thing even while communicating and then even after that three month gap we were able to come back together and still be the gang right like still agree to go plan things out still see in what way we can we can work together after a long hiatus and separation and i think that just like whenever you get back together with like a friend or a group of friends after a long break and it feels like there was nothing like there was no time separating you i think that kind of like us today hey. <laughs> and I, th I think that can kind of show that we really are like a gang right a, a tight-knit group who's dedicated to figuring things out together okay so i think that's how we've grown or that we've shown we've grown in between seasons and in this session okay so um you can either recover a crew tower, a crew, ah, a burnt crew power tag, or give attention. And I think I was looking right here at a little sticky note, mm -hmm. and I think Linda Hand is burnt. So you could either recover that tag or give yourself an attention in the crew. I think we'd give an attention. Okay. Okay. So you got two out of three attention in your crew. Okay. Um, I am going to um answer the which of the themes is under the most strain so definitely teacher for change because it is fall and i am not in the classroom mm -hmm. um and so can i go ahead and add a crack in that since i like talked about a different job because i have no cracks in this how well, does this work so i think if if during the the session uh i think we should have had like a little discussion like you you're taking a new job you had a job as a teacher you're not doing that anymore so like is this distancing you from your teacher for change um technically we're not supposed to do it in the photo month or the geek out during the credits um but i think if we had had that discussion i think we could have you know done a, a crack or whatever sure um i just think we we forgot 
Yeah. So I think it's appropriate to take a crack in that. Um, and since that is under the most strain, what do you think is going to manifest in its place? So it is a logos theme. It right, would be so replaced be by mythos. mythos. Um, so what do you think? I think something related to the ability to remain hidden. Um, so, you know, I don't know much of Maid Marian's story because I, I've only watched some of the movies. Um, but I would assume that as Maid Marian continues to work with Robin Hood, she gets better and better at like stealing and staying undercover and staying hidden. And I feel like Faye is starting to tap into some of that with hiding out for three months and like getting married to Woodard and starting to live a mm -hmm. life with him um so i don't really have something mythos wise that's connected to that so something around being magical or secretive or something okay, like so that. some sort of like subversion power yeah okay yeah. so some some way to to stay hidden yes okay i think uh the character that had the most meaningful interaction with esther was obviously Faye when she returned um and so I think that mm, I think from Esther's point of view, she would add a help point to Faye um, because I mean, she came back and they reconnected and like they're going to be partners again um, in the crime fighting and all of that. Okay. Um, Faye may see a hurt point, but she was upset that Faye, that Esther anyways for the record Faye is definitely upset that she's missed you for so long but mm. is too pumped that you're back to get a her point yeah so um, we have a couple of people at this table who have lost themes Bill you lost a theme your golden flamingo casino uh, Rin you lost your incapacitator gun when you stopped holding back and uh, Esther, uh, you took your final crack in the bar theme and you lost that one. Mm -hmm. uh, Faye, uh, you didn't lose it. It was resolved. Ah. Uh, so there's a difference between resolution and just getting like rid of a theme suddenly. Hmm. Uh, and whenever you get rid of a theme, you get a nemesis. Uh, whenever it happens in such a way that you did not resolve it, something that come back comes back and haunts you. Uh, for Bill, it is literally Jesse, <laughs> this woman who keeps showing up with a vengeance, wants to kill Bill for what he did to Jeremiah and the Golden Flamingo Casino and this structure in her life. Um, but then uh, we never talked about it with, well, now with Esther, with her burn theme, but also with Rin, with your incapacitator gun. Uh, you both get a nemesis. Y'all should see how big Esther's eyes are right now. <laughs> I'm real scared. You get a nemesis, but it is up to you to decide what that nemesis is. Um, does it have to be a physical manifestation? It does not have to be a physical manifestation. It could be a feeling of ennui or just a plot thread that manifests itself that you have to act on that session. Whatever it is, it gets to, depending on how you roll, it either gets to make a move on you or you see it coming and you get to kind of defend yourself from it. 
I feel like for Esther, it has something to do with the fact that she was perceived dead. And so, like, in some way, like, that's going to make things difficult because I don't exist anymore. Like, you've lost all your contacts. Yeah, like, some, like, yeah, I don't know exactly how to explain that, but, like, just like in TV shows when a character is perceived dead, like, it's complicated when they come back. Okay. Okay. Especially with the whole being wanted thing, because I can't just come back like Arrow did and, like, be reintroduced, like, oh, you know... I didn't die on the island, but yeah. like, I I can't come back like that because I'm still wanted. Okay, so you have this nemesis, <clears throat> this phantom following you around. That to the rest of the world, you're dead. Mm-hmm. Esther Black died. Mm-hmm. Okay, Rin, what do you think? Now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> it would be kind of interesting that like to get kind of mythical or spiritual, I guess, is that the like soul or something of Piotr Jacobi somehow with the explosion and with my incapacitary gun has now like infused itself with without my knowledge into my brain or network system. So so like the guilt of killing Jacoby or actual Jacoby's spirit are you haunted? haunts you. Like his spirit haunts me. Because with a memory wipe, I feel like Ren doesn't remember the incident. He's remembering other things leading up to it. But, like, when he stepped into that laboratory room, there is absolutely no memory. Okay. Okay. So, I don't think the guilt would be there. So, that means we have three foreshadow rolls to do. Uh, And what you do is you will roll... 2d6 plus how many sessions it has been since your um, nemesis manifested itself so all of you would be at a plus zero because last session uh, was a long one but that was when Rin lost his uh, gun Bill Jesse manifested in that final fight Um, and Esther this is your first session with a nemesis um, so all of you go ahead and roll 2d6 plus 0. Uh, and I believe you were wanting to roll low. Yeah. No, I will roll a dynamite. We, we want to roll low. Yeah, I rolled a 10. <laughs> you know what the most likely number to roll is? I feel like we've had this conversation, but I don't I remember. Like it, it's, it can't be any one number. 10. There's one. It can't be. That there's more combinations than any other one. What is it? Seven. Eight. Four plus three. Or two plus five. Or six plus one. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. That's fair. I'd never roll a seven. <laughs> I just rolled a seven. <laughs> That's why craps exists. Nice. What's the plus what? Uh, plus zero. Five. You got a five. Keeping this dream alive. Okay. So, Rin, the spirit of Jacoby could come back to haunt you, but you would get a warning before it does. Okay. You would see it coming, basically. Uh, Esther, on the <laughs> other hand, you rolled a 10 plus. <laughs> so, sometime next session... 
your nemesis, this uh, fact that you are perceived dead by the world, but are in fact not dead, could come back to haunt you in some way. But it's your choice. You don't have to make it happen. Like yes, as an MC. me. Yeah, as an MC, I kind of have that in my back pocket. If I, if like the narrative time arises, where like I think this happens, <coughs> I can make a move against you. But it would you have to be coming. in the next session. Yes, it's next session. So every every at the end of every session, we roll and we see if the nemesis will show up next session. But if your nemesis doesn't show up, your number increases each time you roll. So this time nobody showed up so it was a plus zero if no one shows up next session it's plus one to everybody uh, or if Esther's does manifest but Bill and Ren do not then they have a plus one and she would have a plus zero next time she rolled um, because every time your nemesis shows up it kind of resets your okay because you don't want no pluses one. yes you do not want pluses for the the foreshadow roll mm -hmm. um, yeah so Next session cannot get here fast enough. Opening of season three, pretty good, pretty solid, pretty dope. Excited to see where the final season of Misconceptions takes us all. <laughs>